Your studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligence sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Stall. And a pleasant good evening and welcome. Welcome to another edition of All Access. This is the Wednesday night edition here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. We're on the web at nashfm1061.com. Our tuning app available for you anywhere in the world to listen in via iHeart. Of course, you can get us at home via Alexa. Just tell her to play WRKN or play Nash Icon 106.1 FM, and she'll take care of that too. Of course, you can also listen to our podcast following the show. Just go to crescentcitysports.com, and then, of course, have a chance to click on the menu. And when you click on the menu, you can also... Then turn around and click on more and click on podcast and you got us. So all that is there for you to partake in. You can also email me. It's Ken at CrescentCitySports.com or feel free to call the show 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061 to participate in the conversation. It's Wednesday night, so we are live for the last time this month and the last time for a bit here at FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chest Casino. And as always, we have a special guest with us. We invite you to come by, though, because it's a great place. You can watch all the sporting events you want on the big screen television, sit in some luxurious chairs if you like to. You can get food or drink here, and it's very good, by the way. Charlotte will see you and take care of that. And, of course, in addition to that, you have a chance to come meet our special guest tonight. And we've got a good one at that because I think you'll enjoy uh, having a chance to meet Tyrone Leggett, who joins us here this evening. Of course, Tyrone played for the Saints for many years previously and, and obviously did a great job in the process of playing in the NFL for seven years, including four with the Saints. So we give a warm welcome to our special guest tonight, former Saint, former NFL star, Tyrone Leggett. Tyrone, good to have you with us. All right. All right. What's going on, buddy? All right. Good to be here. How you doing, man? I've been great. Yeah? Great. Loving life. Yeah? Yes. Playing any golf? Uh, learning. Okay. <laughs> well, if you spend time around Ricky, I know you. I've been so, a lot of golf players. Yeah, that's an automatic, man. Right. It goes without saying, but it's all good. So, look, it's just great to have you first and foremost. And obviously, we'll talk about the current things. We want to talk about you, though, and your playing days and so forth. But what are you doing today? Tell everybody about what's going on with Tyrone again. Oh, uh, right now I'm uh, just retired, and uh, you know, just trying to catch up with a bunch of friends and families and. and just take it easy right now. I haven't been doing much. That's a good thing. I like it, man. Your son at Southeastern right now? Yeah, I've been following him and, you know, 
playing uh, uh, with him and getting him prepared for, you know, uh, sports. He's playing corner right now, and he's doing a great job uh, at corner by switching position from receiver to corner. It could be a little challenging, but, you know, he's, he's doing well at that. And then, of course, when you look at the New Orleans Saints right now, it's not the prettiest picture, but let's go back to when you played. Of course, you got to New Orleans in 92, and, man, that was a really good season. I mean, you you played in half the games that year. That was a veteran team uh, that, that had pretty much everything in place, still had the Dome Patrol, and they were still really good. The defensive linemen were really good. Right. Secondary was pretty good. Uh, Eric Martin was still a good player. The running back position was in a little bit of transition with Dalton being, you know, toward the end and injured wasn't as like he was a few years before that, but was still effective and had a few other guys. Of course, Bear was the quarterback and still had Hobie and Tice. Uh, so that was a good football team. Yeah, a great football team. Won 12 games. Absolutely. And, uh, and, I, and I look at that year and I go back and look at those games over and over again and it's still is mesmerizing to me. When the Saints, you know, the whole Jim Moore era, and I'm, I'll get into Jim and talk to you about him. When you talk about that, the, the discussion always ends with, oh, but he never won a playoff game. Well, you never got to a playoff game before he got here in the history of the franchise. And they made the playoffs four times, and they were in a brutal you know, conference with the 49ers, who were great, with, of course, the Cowboys on the back end, the Redskins and Giants, who were Super Bowl <laughs> champions. It was a very tough conference. Yes. But the fact of the matter is that Saints were good that year, and of all those playoff games, there was only one I thought the Saints should have won, and that was the Eagles game that season. I mean, you got a double-figure lead in the third quarter, and I'll, I'll never forget it. Cunningham makes a decision to throw a deep ball into double coverage. you got two guys there, and you know a little bit about that because you play that back in the deep yourself. And the ball's on the money. And no play is made by the defense. Caught for a touchdown, and the game changed after that. Right. All right. Uh the interceptions, uh, you know, as well. Yeah. It, was just, it was just so much good that happened in the game that really at the end kind of really was bad deal. You know, that long bomb, uh, the interceptions, you know, pick, pick six. six. Yeah. But um, it was a learning experience. I mean, it, it, it made us better, you know, going forward. Yeah, it was tough because I, I just thought that that team was good enough to advance and do some damage. Then, of course, they made a lot of changes after 92. 93 rolls around. Wade Wilson's here. You win the first five games. Everything's looking great. And all of a sudden, not so much, right? Right, right. Uh, had big hopes for, for that year, you know, going 5-0. and And then you turn around, you know, you, you, I don't think we won, like, we lost five. Yeah, right. You went to like Pittsburgh, and, and, and when you were 5-0, went to Pittsburgh, and they we, humbled you. Yeah, and we got, yeah, we got hit in the mouth. And then uh, everything changes after that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, it was a team that, it was a team in transition. I know Bear left, Brock left after the, the 92 season, and then year by year, different guys left, and Eric Martin left, and Vaughn Johnson left. Yeah. Then, of course, after 94, Sam and Ricky are gone, and so, I mean, it, the whole thing, and then Hobie and Tice retire, they're out of it, and I'm, I'm just looking at all the guys they had that had carried them to that point in time. Uh, Dalton retired. They, they got a little older. And the, the roster got a little older, and sometimes organizations make tough decisions. Sometimes they pan out, sometimes they don't. Right, right. And we had a very good coaching staff where, you know, he brought in different linebackers, and those guys actually had a lot of success. Mm -hmm. You know, from uh, Winford Tubbs, uh, Ernie Dixon, uh, Brian Jones, 
You know, yep. those guys, you know, play good. Even Rufus Porter, those guys mm -hmm. came in and played, you know, well at those positions because, um, you know, the coaches. I mean, we had very good coaches. Visiting with Tyrone Leggett live at FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chess Casino and Kenner. And, and Tyrone, obviously, that after that, things kind of went downhill a little bit. Uh, Mr. Finks got sick and eventually died. The leadership void was pretty obvious at that point. The team, the team stayed competitive, right. but it was never real good. I mean, the whole 7-9, 7-9, whether it was Wade Wilson, Jim Everett, or whatever, it was still competitive while you were still here. Yes, we were. We were. And um, uh, we just played for each other. Uh, a lot of the talent just got better because of each other. And I realized, uh, you know, when we was changing, uh, you know, the free agency was coming around and guys was going in different places. Uh, we just kept playing, you know, for each other. Yeah, look, I, I just think that it was a situation where they didn't handle personnel as well. Uh, they were lacking that leadership and it just didn't happen. So you departed here. You know, after the 95 season, you go to Tampa. And, of course, the next season here in New Orleans, they they fall apart, and Coach Moore ends up quitting in the middle of the season. That was tough. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, to, you know, that that actually happened because uh, I really, you know, uh, love Coach Moore, uh, still love Coach Moore. I thought he was one of those coaches that was straight up. I mean, it was no nonsense. Uh, you came to work as a professional, and uh, you lived and played as a professional here. Just no nonsense. Yeah, look, I mean, he was a good coach. I think he deserves more credit than he gets sometimes because he did a lot of things that were good here. Absolutely. And, and clearly, you know, some people respect that. And as time goes on, I think you, you appreciate it more and you respect it more. Absolutely. I did as a player, you know. So now you look at uh, the situation surrounding the Saints today. I want to get into that. But before I get into that, too, just with regard to – the guys you played with in New Orleans, just a little bit about some of the guys that made a difference to you, some of the guys that were influential in your life that you remain close to today. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Ricky, mm -hmm. uh, Tyrone Hughes. Um, uh, love him to death and miss him. Sam Mills, uh, Pat Swillen. Yep. I mean, and even the older guys that we didn't play with, we've, you know, became very close as well because, you know, we're all saints. And that's something that you, you live with uh, forever. Very much appreciate the friendships over the years. And, of course, with the Saints Hall of Fame, we've, we've worked hard to keep people together with all the events we've done for years. You've been to several of those. We have our weekend this weekend where we're inducting Devery Henderson and Fred McAfee into the Saints Hall of Fame and honoring Kevin Mangum, who's been there for 43 years now. He was there when you were there. Right. He's still doing it, man. <laughs> Kevin, yeah, he, he took very good care of us, though. I mean, he got you back on the field, you know, making sure you, you, you know, ready to play. Yeah, low-key guy, just a yeah, nice he is, guy, just he does is. his job, man. Yeah. yeah, and knows his job very well. Um, my first year, I tore my hamstring, Yeah. and um, I was out for well over six, seven weeks, and um, it was a bad injury. I didn't think I was going to play again, but they got me back, you know, together. You watched the Saints win the Super Bowl, so you saw what that was like under Coach Payton, and Devery Henderson's one of the two we're inducting right. into the Saints Hall of Fame, and he was really good, and he's a local guy from Opelousas and LSU, and, and to see him have that kind of success with the Saints was terrific. Right. That, that is awesome, uh, you know, because, you know, he's a very humble person, and he is. Uh, I have a, 
had a chance to, you know, talk to him on the golf course and, and get to know him mm -hmm. because, you know, older players, you know, really don't get a chance to right. talk to him unless we at some of the events that we are at. Yep. And um, he was, you know, just an awesome guy to, you know, to talk to. And I've been knowing Freddie Mac yep. uh, for so long as well, and he's just been, you know, awesome as well. And then, of course, yeah, I was going to say, Fast Freddie, he's been with the organization for so long. He was here as a player when you were here and yes. was actually a leading rusher in his rookie season with yes. the Saints before he became a great special teams player, really the best special teams player right. in franchise history, which is why he's being honored. Right. And, but now he's been working for the team in the you know, player engagement, player development for all these years. The thing about Freddie that strikes me is, first of all, he's got the great personality, but secondly, the dude is still in unbelievable shape. I mean, he's like, he's like cut, man. Right, like, he is. I, I, I call him up, I said, what size shirt do you wear? Medium. Medium? <laughs> Who the hell wears a medium at your age? Are you kidding me? But I, the dude's in great shape, man. Yeah, I, I kind of grew in the extra large or so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pushing the double X now, but don't tell anybody. So, but, but he's a good, Freddie's a good guy. He man. is, very good guy. You know? So and, it's a good class, and we have that weekend coming up in our Hall of Fame induction luncheon is this Friday at noon at the Jefferson Orleans North in Metairie. And if you want more information or if you still want to try to go, we can accept you until the end of tomorrow. You can go to saintshalloffame.com, that's saintshalloffame.com, to get the information, and you'll be able to partake if you'd like. And then on Saturday, we have our Saints Hall of Fame gala from 5 to 8 p.m., which is at Chateau Country Club in Kenner with 20 restaurants and caterers taking care of the food. And, of course, plenty of beverage for you, too. Part of the admission price includes all the beer and all the uh, soft drink product you want. Uh, there is a cash bar for wine or mixed drinks if you want that, but we'll have a ton of uh, former players, a whole bunch of food there, and that's at Chateau Country Club Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m., and we sure do look forward to that. And, of course, we've had you at several of our events. And, yes. And, 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 trying to get, and the thing I enjoy the most about putting those things on is just seeing the guys get back together, right. seeing guys not only reminisce, but, but reconnect in some cases who haven't seen each other. Some of you guys oh, wow. see each other right. all the time, but guys that don't, that come to town, it's great to see some of them. Yes, yes. I, I remember having seen Jim Wilson so long and, and had an opportunity just to see him, man. He was, you know, awesome. And uh, Reggie Jones come in every, you know, year as well and get a you know, chance to see him. Um, it's, it's a great event and a great opportunity to uh, reconnect and, uh, you know, continue our relationships. It is, and of course we have these events on several occasions throughout the course of the year and always try to keep everybody connected. It's a whole bunch of fun in doing so. All right, before I get into the current Saints in the next segment, college football, okay? How tough has it been? Well, first of all, I know you're happy to see a Joseph as the head coach in Nebraska, right? Yes, right. yes. I text him and uh, let him know how proud of I am of him and, uh, you know, I go Big Red, you know, and um, – He's, he's in a position where um, you're just proud of the guy because he's, uh, he's succeeding. He won, won uh, you know, won, I think he won two games already. And, uh, he did. and it's, it's hard. I mean, you know, division is tough and it's hard to win games. And he's doing the best he can. He's trying to bring the team back together and, uh, you know, get back to the old Cornhusker. Yeah, I like the fact that he's in that position, and that program was once as dominant as any in the country, and it's Absolutely. been nowhere near that yes. for many, many years now, so it's been difficult. Of course, here, we've got good stories going on here in South Louisiana. LSU, I think LSU made a very good hire with Brian Kelly. He's a proven winner, consistent winner at a high level. Everywhere he's been, 
He's a CEO. He'll make the tough decisions. But you're only as good as what you surround yourself with. And when you go out and you're bringing guys like Hankton and Frank Wilson, it's going to make a difference. He has a good staff. He yes. has Mike Denbrock from Cincinnati to be his offensive coordinator, his defense coordinator. is a good coach. So you're only as good as what's around you. They've hired good coaches. They're recruiting well. And I think they're a little bit ahead of schedule right now. Right. I, I, I think they're going to just get better. Um, he has a game plan, and he's uh, surrounded with tons of talent in Louisiana and, and nearby you know, states as well. Then you look at Tulane and what's going on this year. It's fantastic to watch that. Look, uh, they don't win a whole lot. We know that. Those of us born and raised here, we always want them to win. And I was fortunate to do games for them on, on and off for 15 years for television. And I've been around a lot of coaches there, very close to some of them. And the current coach, Willie Fritz, is a great guy. Yeah. He's done a terrific job. I was with J.J. McCleskey yesterday, who's done a really good job for them, another former teammate of yours and, and, a, good, and a great guy. And he's excited, too, as well he should be. And to see them right now being 7-1 and one and to sell out their, their stadium last week, man, that's been a long time coming. Yes, yeah. Um, you, you said it earlier, I mean, uh, the staff. You hire well. I mean, when J.J. came to the organization, him and I talked about it, and he said he wanted to, you know, go there and uh, defensive back coach. And, you know, I thought that was a perfect opportunity for him and also the kids because he's the type of guy that would motivate the kids to, to, to do great things. Well, it made sense. His hire was, was certainly one that made sense when you consider the circumstances of who they were trying to recruit, what they were trying to accomplish, the experience level, the fact that he played in the NFL, he had deep ties to the South. All of it made sense, and he's a very personable guy, too. Right. And then he had the pleasure of having his son come join him for a year, too, in Jalen. Right, right, which, is, which was good. I mean, and he did very well while he was here as well. Yeah, really good. So Tulane doing well. Southeastern, I mean, obviously you know a lot about that program, and they've got a former Tulane coach, Frank Selfo, there who has done a very good job. I, like, is doing I great think their job. skill level is good. I think their recruiting effort is smart. They focused on Louisiana and South Louisiana, much like Nichols has been doing for several years under Tim Rebo. I think Frank is doing the same thing, and I think he's done an excellent job. Right. Uh, once again, it's, it's all about coaching staff, making kids better. Uh, you have some coaches um, that really, you know, live for the kids and they teach them everything that's going to make them good people more than just good football players and those are some of the things that happen throughout you know from lsu to tulane to southeastern where uh, these kids are actually able to grow up because when you come to college you really like a kid turn into a man they really bring them into you know uh being an adult yeah and look that's more important than football a lot of a lot of it but it helps with the football um, uh, process and being a professional uh, you know, in everything you do. And then obviously the close proximity, having your son there, it's so easy to get there and to be able to watch. That's been very good too. Huh? That, that has been very good when you can actually you know, catch a game in 45 minutes. No doubt. And, and I'd be remiss not to, to compliment Timmy Rebo at Nichols State. He's done a great job there. Oh, yes. And Timmy set the bar. He, took, walked, he walked in a program that had had no success for many years and turned around completely and did it with all local kids, with everybody from South Louisiana. Done a great job there. And, of course, that, uh, you know, that Riverbell rivalry is great. I mean, with Nichols and Southeast, that's a great game every year, every time they play. And it's good to see both of those programs recruiting locally and doing well. 
Right. And and that's the beauty of uh, Louisiana. I mean, you just got so much talent and competition where you, you know, it's just everybody can't go to LSU. But you, know, you definitely have great other schools that you can go to as well that's going to compete and, and train these kids well. All right, before we get to break and talk about the Saints, how good was Tyrone Hughes? Tell the truth, man. You, had, you were with him. You know he, a little bit about him, Ty, man. Tyrone Hughes is he, he surprised himself it's like you know he did it so natural and everything he did i mean he was at wing back and then he came and started playing cornerback when i was at nebraska with him and i'm like this guy's just full of talent you know very smart very intelligent about high iq of football i mean he knows football and he loves it and uh great guy to be around uh him and i always been friends since day one in 1988 Super guy, yes. share the same first name, went to college, played on the same team professionally. That's pretty cool, isn't yeah, it? That, and now you live in the same cool. town, right? Right. And we talk to each other, you know, quite often. He's a good he's a good man. Yeah. And a great friend. And he's very proud of being in the Saints Hall of Fame too. So we're visiting with Tyrone Leggett. We are live at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chess Casino. We're on the Lake in Kenner at the edge of Williams Boulevard. You can be here, too. It's a great night. A lot of NBA games on on the big screens right now to come watch. And, of course, you can bet on just about anything you want as a result of FanDuel Sportsbook being here. There's good food and drink for you to partake in. And if you're here live, at the end of the show, we'll draw for about 10 prizes. But you have to be here to win. Tyrone's going to pick those winners and make some people happy in the process. If you can't make it, we welcome your calls at 504-260-1061. Glad you're with us on this Wednesday night. Ken Trahan with Tyrone Leggett here at Treasure Chess Casino at Kenner. Back in a moment here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 106.1 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. For that professional landscaping appearance every time, depend on Land Pride, the leader in landscape and agri-maintenance equipment. Ascension Equipment in Renal in Gonzales is your local authorized Land Pride dealer. From rotary cutters and tillers to cedars, rakes, and blades, you'll find that no landscaping task is too tough for Land Pride. Discuss the complete line of Land Pride products with the folks at Ascension Equipment in Renal on Airline Highway in Gonzales. Save more today and mow tomorrow. Thursday on The CW. Who's this? Abby Walker. I'm down from Independence. Walker Independence. This town's on the verge of change. Sometimes it takes some unrest. The all-new CW series. Could be a lot of bullet holes. Critics are loving. The vengeful Western drama we've been waiting for. Strikingly unique. Yeah. Wonderful characters. I had a gun pointed at my head last night. It's not half as scary as what I see coming. Walker Independence. Bang, bang. Thursday. Thursday at 8 on NOLA 38, The CW. Give love, give style. It's Macy's Friends and Family Sale with an extra 30% off everything to get you and your home cozy for the holidays with your coupon or Macy's card. And get 15% off fragrances, skincare, makeup, and more great beauty gifts. Plus, download the free app for more great deals at Macy's Friends and Family Sale. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. If you work remote, Staples has you covered. Stylish office decor to turn my finished basement into a complete workspace solution. Staples has you covered. A desk that's all business. 
but not too businessy. Staples has you covered with remote workspace solutions. And now at Staples, save 25% on all desks, storage and filing products, chair mats, lighting, decor, and desk accessories when you buy a chair. Explore solutions for your remote workspace at Staples, the working and learning store. Ends 1029. In-store only. Exclusions apply. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. Wait, every time you wake up is the same day? That's terrible. Yeah, don't worry. I call Progressive. Their 24-7 protection still works even if my day does last forever. Yeah, but don't you want it to end? Are you kidding? I win the lottery whenever I want and never regret anything. It's the best. Yeah, that's a good point. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home an auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. From tailgate parties to busy weeknights, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks made it easy to savor all of fall's flavors with mouth-watering assortments of perfectly aged steaks, ultra juicy burgers, and easy ready-in-a-flash comfort meals. Right now, shop their semi-annual sale and get 50% off site-wide. Use promo code SIZZLE at checkout for an additional $30 off of your order. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com, code SIZZLE at checkout. That's omahasteaks.com, code SIZZLE. Minimum order may be required. Ring in the new year with the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. Since 1935, the Sugar Bowl has been a New Orleans New Year's tradition. And this year, the best of the SEC and Big 12 will square off on New Year's Eve in the Caesars Superdome. So kick off your New Year's celebration with a college football masterpiece. For tickets, visit AllStateSugarBowl.org and download the free Sugar Bowl mobile app. The Allstate Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating Now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you are eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. The New Orleans Pelicans were without Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and Herb Jones. No problem. New Orleans showed great depth and resilience, rallying to edge Dallas 113-111 at Smoothie King Center. Trey Murphy the third was a perfect 8 for 8 for the field and led 8 players in double figures for New Orleans with 22 points. The Pel shot 58%. Now 3-1, the Pelicans opened a three-game road trip at Phoenix Friday night, hoping to have Williamson back. The New Orleans Saints back at work today in preparation for Sunday's game with the Raiders at noon in Caesar Superdome. Yesterday, the Saints placed cornerback Bradley Roby on into reserve, re-signed wide receiver Keith Kirkwood. College basketball, Nick pick second, UNO third, Southeastern fourth, and the Southland Conference men's preseason poll. On the women's side, Southeastern third, UNO picked eight, Nichols ninth. And LSU women's coach Kim Mulkey secures another huge commitment in 6-6 center. Alia Del Rosario ranked as the seventh best prospect in the nation. She already has a commit from the number one player in the nation, Emma Kayla Williams of Parkway. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. And back at FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chest Casino, Ken Trahan with special guest Tyrone Leggett. Former New Orleans Saint, former NFL defensive back. And, of course, uh, you're looking at a situation now where the Saints are where they are. But before we talk about them, 
you heard uh, during the uh, the sports break there, during the timeout about the Pelicans, and I'm sure you you follow basketball and you like what you're seeing there, right? Yeah, they've been playing very well for the last season, couple seasons. Great coach, great coach. Love Willie Green. Yes. If only they can keep these guys on the floor. The injuries are always a big big part of it. As I always say, you got to be good and you got to be lucky. I think they're pretty good. That's true. Now you got to get lucky with yeah. injuries, right? Absolutely. So that's kind of where they're at right now. But I like their team, and I like their makeup, and I love Willie Green, and I think they've got a very good future. Can't be too happy about what we're seeing with the current New Orleans Saints being in the position that they're in, and two and five. And I don't think anybody saw that coming with the players they had coming back. Injuries have played a large role in that, obviously. But maybe some personnel decisions, too. And then, of course, there's the... Uh, the X factor. Are we realizing now just how good Sean Payton was? Do you think that's part of it as well? Well, I, I, Sean Payton's excellent coach. Yep. I think the system was still there, you know, for Coach Allen, where it's not a situation where it was like everybody learning everything different. I think what's going on now is that you have the, the talent, we're not working together. And once we start pulling together and start seeing that, hey, I'm going to trust you, you trust me. We're going to work together. Right. And we're going to have success. Well, I think that there's, there's a lot going on. The injuries, of course, are massive. And then just looking at the injury report today, I mean, it's not pretty again. When you look at the way uh, this thing stacks up, Michael Thomas, out. Jarvis Landry, out. Adam Troutman, out. Marshawn Lattimore, out. I mean, with all due respect to Troutman, he's not all that. But the other three guys, come on. Yeah. I mean, when you're talking about Michael Thomas and Marshawn Lattimore and then Jarvis Landry, man, that, that's a lot That's a lot of talent there. That's a lot to make up for. It's, it's a lot of talent, but it's also showed that we still have guys stepping up to the plate and making plays. And we won some games, you know, and, and lost some, some games as well. But it shows us how deep we are. And deep we gonna be once everyone is back, and it's just gonna make everyone better because you got to step up at it before you probably thought you would have stepped up. Yeah, look, I think it's it's a collective effort. It's not any one thing that's broken down. It's a little bit of everything. When the offense plays well, the defense does it. When the defense plays well, the special teams let down. They miss a kick. Whatever the case may be, that's what losing teams do. Uh, You know, they can tease you and get close, but can't close the deal. I think the most disappointing aspect thus far the team overall has been the defense as a whole because this defense with the players they had coming back I think everybody thought they'd be a pretty good defense but they let Marcus Williams go sign with the Ravens Uh, of course they traded CJ Gardner Johnson and he's at Philadelphia got three interceptions now Uh, they decided you know to bring in Marcus May and Taran Matthew and so far you know May's had injuries he's dealt with it's been a struggle Uh, Matthew has not made the impact at this point that they hoped he would make. So personnel decisions go into it. But then you got guys that they thought would be productive that really haven't been thus far, like Marcus Davenport, like last year's first-round pick, Peyton Turner, who's been hurt a lot. They haven't gotten a whole lot out of those guys either. So because if your defense is good, you don't have to be real good offensively, uh, just like the Saints were when you played here. You just needed to be efficient on offense. But right now, 
uh, their defense is not carrying them. Yeah, we, we always say uh, defense win championships, offense score points, mm -hmm. and it's, it's true. I mean, we as a defense felt as if we had to keep a team at 13, and we can score two touchdowns, we'll win 14-13 every game, and that was our goals. Yeah, look, I mean, that was it, and you did much of the time. But right now, their defense isn't doing well enough. The other big news of the day was, uh, and was of course, with Dennis Allen making the announcement that Andy Dalton is going to start Sunday against the Raiders. And it's not that that's a surprise because, you know, Jameis is banged up. He's got, you yeah. know, three things he's dealing with. But what was a surprise with what was what Allen said today. Here's what he said, calling it a quote-unquote offensive decision inciting that he liked how the offense was moving the ball. Allen said that Jameis Winston is back healthy, but we're going to continue with Andy. So he's telling you that they would prefer to have a veteran who at this stage of his career is probably a good backup, being the starting quarterback ahead of Jameis Winston well, at well, this point. Well, it's not like what he's saying is that he's having some success and he's seeing improvement. They're scoring and he, points. And, and yeah. he want to keep it going. Right. I mean, it, it'll be... A shame to keep swapping them back and forth mm -hmm. and not really giving them an opportunity to keep, keep that momentum. So play it out until the other guy doesn't produce, right? And then put Winston back out there? Yes. I mean, I think, and I say this with all due respect, Winston was brought back after they couldn't get Deshaun Watson. They did everything to get Watson. They couldn't get him. So they were telling you that they wanted to get better than what they were when they did that. And they figured Watson was a special talent. They were willing to take the hit if, in fact, they sign him with all the criticism about his off-the-field situation. But they basically were telling you that they thought they needed to be better at that position. So then they decided to, to double down on Jameis and bring him back. But he's coming off the knee surgery. Then he had the ankle injury, then the back injury. So he's got a brace on his knee. He's got fractures in his back, and he's got an ankle injury. So he says he's healthy enough now, but deciding to stay with Dalton, my opinion is Winston's obviously the more talented guy. It's a matter of how your offense operates. But the question that you have to ask yourself is, do you have your quarterback to win with for the future on the roster right now? I don't know that they do. Uh, they, they do. It's, it's injury. He's just been injury prone. And once it started, it just never stopped. And there's a lot of times when you kind of hurt one thing, other things start to, you know, to bother you, you compensating or whatever. But unfortunately, the injuries just hurt him. But he is the guy, and he can get it done. His job is not to lose the game, not to win the game, but just not to lose the game. And throwing interceptions is playing losing football. So the ideal of playing winning football is just be consistent, a little, little short. Allen has to play him within uh, short games, not really. Uh, but that's not what he's real good at. He's, he's, he's a long he's, guy. He's a vertical guy. Yeah, he's a long guy. But we got to have little success before we have that big success because – I think that's why they're playing Dalton. Right. Because he'll throw the check down. Right. He doesn't have a big arm at all. At this stage of his career, he doesn't have real mobility. But he will. I think that they're best off doing what they did with Drew Brees, throwing, throwing short routes. Right. Make sure Kamara gets his touches out of the backfield, throw the ball to him six or seven times because he's a great player, and, and, and just get the ball in the short zones and move the chains and maybe have a chance to break one every once in a while. I just think that's probably the best way to go and to run the football. Of course, running the ball with Kamara is always smart, but 
using Taysom Hill to run the ball certainly works well for them too. Absolutely, and keeping the defense off the field. I mean, we can keep the defense fresh, and they can come in and get them three and out, and the offense really maintain the ball possession. So that's, you know, where we need to be. I look at their offense right now, and I really love the rookie receiver, Chris Olave. He's oh my a good-looking yes. player. Yes. He's smooth as can be. He's yes. got that extra gear that he can turn to. He right. catches the ball well. Right. And, and he's a very, when you talk to him, he's a very well-spoken, mature young man. You, you just have to like everything you see about him. Right. He's, he's just a big plus to what we already have. And, you know, to being able to bring him in, he's actually performing, you know, now it's great. It's just going to make him better come, you know, end of the season and next year. You watch defensive back play, obviously. So, Paulson Adebo was a promising rookie last year. He got hurt this year. He hasn't played up to that level yet, but he's playing hurt. And then, of course, Lattimore's hurt, and we all know that when he's healthy, he's a top-ten corner Absolutely. in the league. And then they drafted Elante Taylor, good-looking player out of Tennessee, which makes J.J. happy. He's a good-looking player, and he played well last week, but he's young. And then Bradley Roby just went on injured reserve, so he's out. Right. So their cornerback position, which looked like a strength, Going into the year, suddenly, it's a real problem. Right, right. And, and they can pull it together just through experience. A lot of times, you know, as a younger player being thrown in the fire, he makes his, he makes his bread because what he does, he's going to make mistakes and he's going to make big plays and he's going to realize what he can't do and what he can. Right. Yeah, look, I, I just think that there's, you know, there's a situation there that this team – I think they, they have to win this game. The Raiders are like a two-point favorite. This Sunday, it's a toss-up game. But if they, they can't go to two and six. I know their division's bad, and the lead is three and four right now with Tampa Bay and Atlanta, and nobody's really good. But when you do the math, even to win your division, you're going to have to win at least eight games, and that's a losing record. Well, I'm doing the math right now. They're two and five to get to eight. I mean, that means they got to win six more games to have any chance whatsoever. And they can't afford to lose more than four. Yep. So th that's why this game is so important, of course, to get to nine wins. I think at this point that probably wins the division because I said before the season Tampa Bay is not as good, and we're seeing that. And Atlanta has been a little better than you thought, but they're three and four. Carolina just basically they traded away McCaffrey. They're not even trying to win this year, and yet they went out and beat Tampa Bay last week. So, And their only other win was against the Saints, and they fired their coach after that. So it's a division that gives them a chance. Right, right. And uh, it's, it's not – you don't want to get in that position where you got so many games down and you feel like you can't come back. you got to stay in the hunt. And that's going to keep the morale in the locker room where guys feel like, hey, guys, let's keep, let's keep rolling, mm -hmm. you know, because we have no quitters in that locker room. Those guys are going to fight to the very end and the fight to the end of the season. But you don't want to dig a hole where you can't get yourself out of. No, and that's why this game becomes so important. I think most people looked at the schedule, and they thought that the opportunity for the Saints was early to get off to a good start. I thought they could be 4-1. and one. I was way off, and I picked them to win 10 games. I look like I'm way off at that point. And maybe I didn't appreciate Peyton as much, but also I don't think anybody saw all these injuries. I mean, they went into game one of the season with like 13 dudes on the injury list before they even played a game. And it's been like that every week, and it's still 13, that way. 13, 14 every week, you know? Yeah, it's still that way this yeah. week. I'm looking at it today with the injury report, and it's just, again, I mentioned the four guys that are out, but the injury report, beyond the four guys that are out, Andrews Pete limited, Keith Kirkwood limited, Paulson Adebo limited, Ryan Ramchek limited, and then the other three, Throckmorton, Turner, and Winston, were all full. 
So it's a little bit shorter, but you figured it would be because they hadn't played since last Thursday. Right, right. And, th- and that's tough when you're having injuries uh, like that. And, you know, Winston goes from, you know, the back to ankle, the knee. I mean, it's just so unfortunate that, you know, we're dealing with that right now. But guys behind them just got to continue to step up. Everyone got to continue to step up in every position. Yeah, Raiders have their own injury problems. Five guys that didn't practice today, then some others limited. And among those, uh, Devontae Adams didn't practice today. He was ill. Was figure he'll be back. Their quarterback, Derek Carr, was limited with a back problem. Their brilliant tight end, Darren Waller, limited with a hamstring problem. Uh, Josh Jacobs, their fine running back, foot problem, he was limited. Hunter Renfro, their good possession receiver, limited with a hip. So looks like the Saints are playing a team that has as many issues as they have. <laughs> they both injured. so. Uh, but it just goes to show, you know, coaching, you know, and just being consistent uh, in everything they do on defense, not giving up big plays, offense, you know, moving the ball down the field, you know, holding uh, a possession of the ball longer and trying to create some turnovers. Black and gold versus the black and the silver, man. There you go. Black Saints and gold Raiders, all day. Man. There you go, man. It's all, it's all good. Hey, what did you think of the uh, – what did you think of the Saints' black helmet? Did you like that one? Oh, I, I thought that was pretty awesome. You liked it, huh? Yeah, I would love to have one of those. What I think is this, and people have asked me about it. Yeah, of course I want to stick with the gold long term. I like the switch, but I thought they didn't use it right. Uh, I didn't think it looked that good with the white on white with a black helmet. I think if you wear the black helmet with black jersey, oh, black, yeah, yeah, then, yeah, then you got something sharp That's pretty looking. mean, huh? So, yeah, it, it's intimidating, but it also brings it out, I think, even more if you do that, just my opinion. So for the, And then people have asked me, well, what about a white helmet? Because we have some, uh, some friends of ours, Southern Fundraising, that do all of our silent auctions for the Saints Hall of Fame. They got a Saints white helmet that people see, and they like it all the time. It's like... Yeah, go ahead, man. Take a look at it. I think you have to have that anchor and you stick with your traditional look. But once or twice a year, yeah, you, you bring it you out. flip it out and have some yeah. fun with it, right? Yes. And and players today, and your son's a player, they all like all that they, uniform they changing it. stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's big on recruiting when you start it, showing all the different uniforms yeah. to different organizations yeah. and teams. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm looking at LSU. And that's as traditional as you'll ever get with that. That white jersey with the yellow and purple stripes right. and with the gold, yellow gold pants and the yellow gold helmet, that's LSU. You know it's LSU the second they walk out on the field. Right. Just like you know it's Alabama when they walk out on the field with that crimson jersey, you know, and that, and that crimson helmet and white pants. Or you know it's Penn State when they walk out with that navy blue jersey, you know, or it's Nebraska when they go out with that, that cardinal red jersey right. and the white, white pants, pants. And, that, and white pants and that end on the helmet. White hat, red, yeah. You know, you know exactly who you're dealing with, and I think that's important. And I think that's something that schools and, and pro teams should stick with and recognize. But I'm all for once or twice a year changing it up and having fun because – that's what they want, the players like that. Yeah, the players enjoy. I mean, they, they get a, uh, a kick out of, uh, you know, trying something different. And, you know, and, and a lot of players have input on some of those, uh, you know, jersey, jerseys, helmet changes as well. So that's a good thing as well. Yeah, I mean, Oregon and Maryland, they're a little bit off the charts with that stuff. But oh, yeah, every, week, every week's far, a different yeah. uniform, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's okay. We're visiting with Tyrone Leggett. Former New Orleans Saints cornerback, and we are live at FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chest Casino. And we'll take a time out here. When we come back, we'll talk to Tyrone about the NFL and who he likes today as we continue here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and NashFM1061.com. 
Businesses don't run on automation or algorithms alone. What powers businesses are your people and the people they serve. At Cintas, your dedicated service reps understand what you need to help you keep your employees feeling safe, comfortable, and performing their best. So your business can too. For workwear, essential cleaning products, first aid and safety supplies, and fire protection services, visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Lenny Minutillo. Chef and co-owner of the Happy Italian Pizzeria Restaurant and Catering in Arahans. Happy Italian is now open for lunch and dinner, Wednesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Catering is available any day. The Happy Italian Pizzeria Restaurant and Catering, 7105 Jefferson Highway in Harahan. Open Wednesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Like us on Facebook and love us on your taste buds. For more info, check us out at happyitalian.com. Thursday on The CW. Who's this? Abby Walker. I'm down from Independence. Walker Independence. This town's on the verge of change. Sometimes it takes some unrest. The all-new CW series. Could be a lot of bullet holes. Critics are loving. The vengeful Western drama we've been waiting for. Strikingly unique. Ah! Wonderful characters. Had a gun pointed at my head last night. It's not half as scary as what I see coming. Walker Independence. Bang, bang. Thursday. Thursday at 8 on NOLA 38, The CW. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell is sorry for going too far with its past breakfast. All you need in the morning is tasty, simple food, like a breakfast crunch wrap. Fluffy eggs, cheese, sausage, hash browns wrapped in a warm tortilla. Grab one at participating Taco Bell stores during breakfast hours only until 11 a.m. while supplies last. This is Josh Danzig with Where Yet Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. This Thursday evening, head to Lafreniere Park in Metairie for the return of Top Taco. Featuring 40 restaurants, 30 tequilas, Mexican wrestling, and much more. And this weekend, catch in concert Ludacris, David Shaw, and others at the Acadia Music Fest in Thibodeau at the Acadia Plantation Town Center. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, visit whereyat.com to sign up for our weekly e-blast, where the hottest events get delivered directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260 1061. 
Now back to Ken Trahan on 106.1 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. As we continue on at FanDuel Sportsbook, Treasure Chess Casino in Kenner, along with Tyrone Leggett, I'm Ken Trahan, Rudy Dixon, our producer. And uh, Tyrone, we were just talking off the air, the current NFL today, it, it, the parity is what stands out because, and you were saying it during the break, boy, you don't, you don't have that, that overwhelming dominant team anymore. Philadelphia is undefeated right now, leading the NFC. But then in the AFC, you know, you got Buffalo at 5-1, and one, looks like the best team overall. And we're talking about defense. Buffalo's only given up 81 points in six games. By far, number right. one in the NFL in that regard. That's what you look at, right? That's, that's what I enjoy watching. I mean, low-scoring games where you control uh, the offense and keep them out of the end zone. But, you know, uh, they sell tickets by scoring touchdowns. And that's the excitement they're looking, you know, to see. Yeah, and then Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. They've scored 223 points offensively. Uh, they are all that. Now, Buffalo already beat them, so and they beat them in Kansas City. So that was a big win for Buffalo. Nobody comes close to that point total on offense that Kansas City has with Mahomes. Nobody comes close to that defensive stat for Buffalo thus far in the league. And the NFC, why the Saints still have hope is there's only five teams in the entire NFC that have a winning record right. after six weeks. That's that's a low number. Right. And they can take they can get a run, you know, by getting in, being consi- more consistent and getting the run towards the end and just coming together as a unit. Yeah, the Eagles 6-0. and Giants are 6-1. and The Giants have been an unbelievable surprise. Along with the Jets, both of the New York teams were five. Jets are five and two, and then the Cowboys are five and two, and they've played good defense. And they just got Dak Prescott back last week, so certainly that's going to help their cause. The Vikings five and one, and they've got Delvin Cooks, a really good running back. They've got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen at wide receiver. Irv Smith, the tight end, Irv Smith Senior's yep. son, yep. and good bunch. They're pretty good too. Their only loss was to Philadelphia, so they're pretty good too. Meanwhile. I don't care how good Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady is. If you don't have the good enough supporting cast, you're going to struggle, and that's what's happened with both. Right. That's true. Uh, you got to have the receivers to catch the ball. you got to have somebody that can get open. you got to have the play call that's going to be able to allow the guys to get open and run it back also to offset the passing and the run. Yeah, and you look at Green Bay, their best receiver, Devontae Adams, who I just mentioned, went to the Raiders, who are coming here this weekend, and they haven't replaced him. I mean, Rodgers just doesn't have the weapons. Tampa Bay, they still got Godwin. They still got Mike Evans, obviously, and they're just not getting it done. So uh, I just don't think it's the same dynamic there in terms of the overall talent. And, of course, they changed head coaches, too, uh, in Tampa Bay with Arians giving way to Bowles. And that's kind of like the Saints with Peyton giving way to Allen. It's right. it's somewhat similar situation. Both similar. Allen and Bowles have been head coaches before and, and and didn't have success previously, and that wasn't necessarily their fault. It might have been where they were, but they haven't been there. But Arians is a Super Bowl champion, and Peyton's a Super Bowl champion. Right, right. Those guys, you know, built, you know, those organizations and, and really got them where they are and, and kept it with consistency. And, you know, Peyton has just been a guy, you know, straightforward, consistency guy, going to make sure – you know, uh, he played the best guy, and also he get the right coaches to help, you know, bring him along. I'd be remiss to not ask you about the rules today. Everybody talks about it, and some of these calls in recent weeks with roughing the passer and some of the other calls about hits, you play defense, and, and you know, the argument today is you can't hit anybody. You can't hit them high. That's a penalty. You can't hit them low. 
that's a penalty. So basically, you've got the waist to the upper chest to hit a guy, and that's it. Yeah, I, I probably couldn't play the game because if I couldn't hit the guy low at 175, it would have been tough. If I hit Iron Haywood in he's the gonna chest, truck, he's going to truck you, He's going to run me over every time. Oh, man. Right. I mean, that's, that's kind of what you're talking about. You can try to grab an ankle or something, but... It's difficult, and of course, I understand the whole rule changes to protect players with quarterbacks in particular, and we all want to see the best quarterbacks playing. Right. That goes without saying, but I just think it's gone a little bit too far. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's for the betterment of the game. It's going to protect a lot of uh, injuries, uh, a lot of you know players, um, and they're thinking about it now. Before they make that contact, they're thinking about you know uh, hitting a guy low or hitting a guy in the head, and uh, it's going to protect themselves as well because a lot of I see a lot of tackling where guys are really not wrapping up and driving, you know, the legs. They're kind of just throwing their body out there, and a lot of that could be, you know, you can hurt yourself as well in the process. Yeah, uh, hated to see it happen to the Saints, but seeing Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase doing what they did in the dome here a couple of weeks ago for the Bengals, that's a pretty special duo. Those dudes, huh? Yeah, they they. They doing it, man. I mean, you, you got to love it. I mean, two guys that was uh, at LSU doing it and continue to do it in the and, professional. And I uh, did. Your son, I think, was at Curtis when Jamar was at Rummel. And, yes. And yes. doing doing some of Jamar's high school games, which I did, I'm not surprised. I mean, yeah. he was special. He, he would take over. He would take over the game. Oh, he's so yeah. strong, upper body, unbelievable legs, acceleration, strong hands, yeah. just he catches the ball, and then he's like a running back. Yes. And awesome player. Been watching him since high school. Uh, he just never disappoints. Even when Curtis beat him, and Roman Curtis kind of went back and forth for a little bit, but even when they beat him, Jamar had good games. I mean, they, right. he's just that type of dude, you know. It's like JT would say, man, you know, we, we, we got maybe he'll get his. We just can't let anybody else get theirs, man. Exactly. So something like that. He was pretty good. But your son did all right, too. In this yeah, game, he, right? he did a great job. But <laughs> what JT would do to you, he would just wear you out. You know, he'd just bring on player after player after player after player Definitely. until you just wear you out. Yeah. And, you know, Rummel, you know, they probably had a couple guys that was really good. Mm -hmm. But it just wasn't big enough for the team. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. When they first – Curtis first came in the league, Rummel beat them both times the first year. and. And, um, and 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 then after that, Curtis won about three in a row when your son was there. And then Rummel got them back, and Curtis got them back. Then Rummel got them back. It's back and forth. And now man. Curtis has won the last two. So, but it's great seeing them play at that level. It's been a pleasure uh, to watch that happen. Great competition, great league, and and it's been a bunch of fun. And I know your son had a good experience. At Curtis. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Good place. All right, we're with Tyrone Legat. We got one more brief segment to go as we continue in just a moment, live from FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chest, as we continue here on All Access on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, right, and right. NashFM1061.com. Ad paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention Marines, military personnel, families, and contractors who were stationed at Camp Lejeune. Were you present at Camp Lejeune between August 1953 and December of 1987? You may be entitled to significant compensation. For nearly 34 years, those in the Marine Corps' base Camp Lejeune were exposed to contaminated drinking water, resulting in devastating injuries including several forms of cancer, adverse birth outcomes, Parkinson's disease, and more. North Carolina's procedural laws have prevented victims from getting the justice they deserve, but passage of the Camp Lejeune Justice Act of 2022 would allow you or a loved one to file lawsuits seeking compensation for illnesses and injuries linked to the toxic water. Call today for your free consultation, 800-509-6681. Let our 
experienced attorneys fight to get you the compensation you deserve, and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. Call 800-509-6681. That's 800-509-6681. Again, 800-509-6681. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. Wait, every time you wake up is the same day? That's terrible. Yeah, don't worry, I call Progressive. Their 24-7 protection still works, even if my day does last forever. Yeah, but don't you want it to end? Are you kidding? I win the lottery whenever I want and never regret anything. It's the best. Yeah, that's a good point. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home an auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. From tailgate parties to busy weeknights, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks made it easy to savor all of fall's flavors with mouth-watering assortments of perfectly aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy, ready-in-a-flash comfort meals. Right now, shop their semi-annual sale and get 50% off site-wide. Use promo code SIZZLE at checkout for an additional $30 off of your order. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com, code SIZZLE at checkout. That's omahasteaks.com, code SIZZLE. Minimum order may be required. Give love, give style. It's Macy's Friends and Family Sale with an extra 30% off everything to get you and your home cozy for the holidays with your coupon or Macy's card. And get 15% off fragrances, skincare, makeup, and more great beauty gifts. Plus, download the free app for more great deals at Macy's Friends and Family Sale. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. The new Google Pixel 7 Pro is super, especially when it's on Verizon, the network America relies on. It's supercharged, super-powered, and a super... Uh, deal. You know it. Now, switch to Verizon and get the Google Pixel 7 Pro on us with select trade-ins and select 5G unlimited plans. That really is super. Yep. There's never been a better time to switch to Verizon. $899.99 device payment purchase with new smartphone line on select 5G unlimited plans required. $200 Verizon e-gift card with ported. Less $700 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. 0% APR. Trade-in conditions and additional terms apply. Add paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention Marines, military personnel, families, and contractors who were stationed at Camp Lejeune. Were you present at Camp Lejeune between August 1953 and December of 1987? You may be entitled to significant compensation. For nearly 34 years, those in the Marine Corps' base Camp Lejeune were exposed to contaminated drinking water, resulting in devastating injuries including several forms of cancer, adverse birth outcomes, Parkinson's disease, and more. North Carolina's procedural laws have prevented victims from getting the justice they deserve, but passage of the Camp Lejeune Justice Act of 2022 would allow you or a loved one to file lawsuits seeking compensation for illnesses and injuries linked to the toxic water. Call today for your free consultation, 800-509-6681. Let our Experienced attorneys fight to get you the compensation you deserve, and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. Call 800-509-6681. That's 800-509-6681. Again, 800-509-6681. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. Wrapping things up with Tyrone Leggett here at Treasure Chest. Now we'll draw for some prizes here in a minute or two. But Tyrone, you love every level. You love high school, college, and pro. You follow them all. Yes. And your son being part of it still is great. And, and you've loved staying here. This is, you made this your home. You stuck around. Yes, yeah. Um, it's 
Louisiana is, is, is grows on you and the people and the fun, you know, that we had and the new people and friends we met has just been awesome. Uh, and, and your kids going to school here and growing up here and they just love it. And um, it's just an awesome place to be. Yeah, you just couldn't get away. And it's also, it's great to be in the community where you played and, right. and to stay there and, and make a living. But I'm just happy that it's been great for you. And I'm most happy that you've been here tonight. Really appreciate yeah, you being well, here. You. And uh, always enjoy your company. We're going to see you again soon. But let's thank Tyrone Leggett for being with us tonight. All right. All right. Appreciate you, Tyrone. Thank you, buddy. Oh, yeah. All right. So want to thank uh, Rudy Dixon in studio. I want to thank Rodney okay. Miller and all the folks at okay. Treasure Chest for having us here the last several weeks, the last three months or so. And, and we really appreciate it. We encourage everybody to come out here to FanDuel Sportsbook and enjoy all the games when you have the opportunity to do so. Of course, tomorrow night I'll be back with you with Michael Green on the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour at 6. Until then, for Rudy Dixon, Ken Trahan saying thanks for joining us. Be a good sport. And God bless you one and all.